Today's episode is sponsored by Selena's Mexican Restaurant and Taqueria in Rochester, New York. Selena's is celebrating our 25th year in Rochester, and we are proud to continue offering fresh-made, Mexican-inspired recipes that are affordable and served by Rochester's best. Check out our event space for private occasions, as well as our catering menu for groups of 10 to 2,000. Looking for something different to do? Selena's hosts monthly tequila tasting classes, as well as corporate team-building seminars. Check out the website to learn more, selenas.com. S-A-L-E-N-A-S dot com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, welcome. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Welcome back to another episode of Getting Real with Bossy and our new sign. So excited. What a year. I love it. You love the sign or you love this year? Oh, no. I love the sign. Me too. Sign's great. This year um, was a dumpster fire. Yeah. It's been a long decade. Been a long decade. Yeah. I don't even know where to begin because it's been so so much has happened. I somebody said something to me the other day about, yeah, you know, twenty twenty four is going to be restaurants year, and I was like, nope. I said from the very beginning of COVID, this is a five year shit show, and twenty twenty five, I am standing strong. That is going to be my year because there's still so much that needs to get figured out in our industry in small business world. And there's a big election coming up. I think that's going to have a lot of effect on small businesses as well. There's a lot. There's a lot going on. Yeah. 2024 is going to be an there interesting really year. I've pushed back against you since the beginning because I'm stubborn. I'm like, no, next year. <laughs> but I've secretly known that you're right. Uh, I didn't want to be right. I really did not want to be right about this at all. I hate it. But... You know, at the beginning of the pandemic, I was kind of encouraged because there were so many opportunities with you and I on the news 22 times a week and other small businesses that really I felt like the general public was really starting to understand how it really is to be a business owner. And they've some of them remember and some of them have just forgotten. That is true. I've gotten so many more difficult guests lately than we've had since the pandemic hit. And I feel like maybe back then they had the capacity and the time and the energy to see outside of their world into something that they may not understand. And their world has gone back to normal and ours has not. Right. But it's also a new new normal too for them because we're in a are we officially in a recession? I mean, like there's people are not spending money the way they did before the pandemic, which is good. I think there's some of that that is really, really good. And they're going out with intention and they're being very specific about how they're spending their money. And it's just so much harder for everyone, even though so much seems like it's back to normal. It's really not. And now we're all getting sick again. We're all getting sick again and we're all getting spreading germs. I'm saying that because I actively have pneumonia and whooping cough right now. You can't catch a break. You've had an awful 2023. So ending it, being really sick, 
It just is like a nail in that coffin and move on to 2024. I agree. It's kind of funny because when they when she said whooping cough, I'm like, is that even a thing for adult? I mean, I was like, am I getting like scarlet fever next? Are we going to test for <laughs> consumption and tuberculosis? I'm like, what is? Am I in Little House in the Prairie times? I'm like, of course, of course. That's how my year ended. So. Let's recap some pros, some goods and bads about this year. So I started 2023 with an intention to embrace the things that were focused on in the pandemic, like focusing on the things that bring me joy and the things that I enjoy doing, uh, slowing down. And I thought I was going to be able to do that in like January, February. But really, I think it took me this whole year to get in the mental state that I'm hoping that maybe this January, February, I can actually act on it. But I've spent a lot of time trying. And that's huge, right? It's been a learning year. I feel like I've learned more this year about who I am as a person, who I am in my life. You know, we always have that conversation with guests on how the world sees us and how we see, you know, we view we view ourselves. And I'm really taking that to heart this year. This has just been a year of learning business and personal. I have learned about my family. One of my kids stresses out about money. She thinks that we're poor and that we shouldn't be spending money and she should be saving for a house. And it's a lot as a parent and a small business owner to be like, oh, I try to be open and honest, but she doesn't understand it. So she just sees it as we don't have money. I have another kid that got diagnosed with autism after an 11 year attempt to get help. Yeah. So that's, you know, and then my two littles grew up in a pandemic. So they're completely different. Their needs are different. Their maturity levels are different. It's crazy how not being in a school in preschool has affected them. So navigating a lot of personal stuff business wise. I am about to be out of my third lease for this year, which is crazy to say, right? I'm closing down three leases this year and the things I've learned, I call it my doctoral degree on some of them, navigating, being okay with closing things down and either like becoming okay with the fact that something's done and we have to close down and walk away, which I'm not good at. Um, or being okay with it's not working and we have to change it. And it's okay to change it even if some people are going to freak out. Because it doesn't matter if people freak out if I'm going to be closed in three months. And so really 2023 has been me navigating all of this like interpersonal, <laughs> the therapeutic stuff. I've always been really good sharing my expertise on business ownership and like the XYZs, but that like mental capacity side. Tell us about your 2023. Uh, well, went into it with high hopes, even knowing that I, this was a five-year shit show. Beginning of February, my father got uh, news that his cancer had come back and they really gave us a good long 12-month to six, 12 to 18-month outlook And things, you know, with one business have been a struggle because we opened right before the pandemic and it's been, it's been tricky. There was a party that was interested in purchasing. So we started to investigate that 
And as it moved for moved forward, like I felt weird about it because I didn't feel like I was done. I hadn't accomplished what I wanted to accomplish. But the same things, like if we're going to be closed down, it really doesn't matter who's going to freak out. And you know, we always worry about our people and our our staff and our customers. Like what will happen? But if we're closed, then it doesn't really matter. And then as things got mo- like kept moving forward with that and their interest, I thought, well, with my father. Like maybe this is a good thing. Maybe it's time. Maybe it's time to spend, you know, the summer with my father. And then in uh, May, he passed away unexpectedly, very quickly. And a few short days after that, they announced to us that they were no longer interested. So it was a really interesting time to kind of navigate a lot of different feelings. Yeah. And then it's just been an absolute roller coaster since then. And then, you know, being recommitted and really feeling good about what we're doing and meetings and talking and planning and really great communication between myself and my manager and really trying to focus on the other business too. It just felt like I had things going. And then these stupid things keep popping up that just completely derail me. And it's just, it's work stuff. You know, there's a flood that completely destroyed our basement. Um, Not the, not even near what you guys dealt with, but it was a huge pain in the butt. And at a time when we didn't have money to pay for all of the things that needed to happen, because then you need to have a professional company come in and clean all that stuff out. And then my staff are great and they're helping out. And then thing after thing happened. And um, then... We had some major things we had to fix, and Don got word that his sister was went very quickly into end-of-life care, so he had to fly out to Missouri with his parents during a time where I needed to be in one place, but I had to be in another place, and it was just impos- absolutely impossible to be in both places. And then he got home, and I realized, I've been sick since Thanksgiving. I'm going to go to the doctors and get diagnosed with pneumonia and whooping cough right before the holidays where I really just want to support my mother through her first Christmas without my father. So that's like 2020. And your first Christmas. Right. Yeah. I, well, yeah. And I'm trying to like give myself time and grace and space for all of that. And it's just, there's only so much time. But one thing I think we were able to do this year is if it's a struggle and there's stuff that's going on, it's okay to shut down for a day. Pre-pandemic, not a chance. We would never. And now, like, you know what? We've always been open on Christmas night. It's a fun night to be open downtown. And I was like, I don't want to stress about it. And if my mom, if I feel like I need to be there for her or for me, I don't want to have to make a decision. So let me make the decision with a clear head now. So being able to do that stuff is a nice outcome of the pandemic, I think, because before I would never, never consider that. So one thing you didn't mention in 2023, because it didn't happen in 2023, but I know it carried through your 2023. Oh, my fall. Was your head injury. Yeah. That's still a thing. Who knew? Yeah. January, this uh, January will be my two-year fall-aversary, and it is no joke. TBIs are no joke, and they are very difficult for people to see. And I tried to talk to, we know we had a, a Friday night, super busy. And this woman's trying to talk to me and I'm behind the bar, like I can't focus. And I was like, if you just give me like 10 minutes to clear this, I can come sit down and talk to you. 
And she was like, really, really annoyed. And she's like, there's other people. I was like, well, this is what I have to do for my job, but I want to give you the time. But if I'm not sitting in front of you, staring at your lips, I'm not going to understand a word you say. So I was able to kind of sit down and explain to her afterwards, but stuff like that happens and people are like, but you're fine. You can barely even see my scar. And I'm like, like from here to here, just open, just open for the world to see. And knowing that, that, uh, like, this is going to be forever, I feel like. But I've got great skills and I've got great staff who help out and remind me, like, it's okay to walk away for a minute. has been helpful. But yeah, I'm definitely still affected by that. The way I do work is completely different now. Like paperwork, anything that's not like on my feet in front of customers is completely changed. Do you almost feel like you need like a button? Yeah, definitely. Like, give me some grace. Uh huh. Yeah, I just put them on stickers on the back of my laptop. So when I'm working, like the union, I'm always working from this one area. um, Stickers are like, I'm just trying, trying my best. Just here, trying my best. But you know, it's tough when you're in the hospitality industry. There's this expectation that you have to be on all the time. If you are down in front of people, you have to be on all the time. And when people go, I never see you here. I'm like, I'm literally all, I'm always here. I didn't even decorate my house this year because I we put up our tree and put lights on, but I'm like, I'm at work so much more and we've got this beautiful tree and it's beautifully decorated. And that's where I'm, that's where I am most of my time. But you know, when people say like, you know, I don't see you, I'm like, I have to be upstairs because if I'm downstairs, you expect these things from me that are sometimes possible and sometimes not. And sometimes I'm hiding. Absolutely. If you're listening, I apologize. Sometimes I'm lying. Sometimes I'm just sitting up there (laughs) watching on the camera so I can see what's going on and checking things. But I just can't be always in front of a big crowd because my brain cannot, cannot function the way I need it to. So what is a goal of yours going into 2024? We could say resolution. Harper told me going into this meeting that we needed to set resolutions. Okay. And I said, I don't believe in them because she goes, it's just a goal. And I was like, it is a goal. But when you say resolution, it's like, an, it's almost like, like Lent. Yep. Like, I'm just going to give this up today. But really, when you set a goal, it needs to have steps. It needs to have achievable steps, you know, something that you're working towards. So what are your 2024 goals? Marshall Street is great. It does its own thing. The union is is going to be my child that just needs all my attention, which is great and I love it and it's all my it's all me. But, you know, I posted on the private bossy page that I was struggling one day cuz that's the magic of that page and of course got a ton of wonderful support. But one of my friends, um Liz Ortolani, who I'm sure we'll have on at some point, said Let's do a day. Let's do a brainstorming day. She's a smart woman. She is opened and closed businesses and sitting down and talking to her and really doing a SWOT analysis and going through like the why and really figuring out what's working and what's not and being being open to hearing that stuff. We had a guy come through uh, to talk about our menu, one of our food, our, the company where we buy food from. And he's like, tell me, like, I was, we were like, we need to get some good items in here that are good, but that we can make money on or at least break even on. And he said, tell me your brand, tell me who you are. And I told him and he said, I don't see it. And I was like, 
well, fuck you. You can just get right out. <laughs> and it took me a couple of days and I was like, yeah, you know, he's right. I don't see it either. And that was the hope when we opened and that's changed. And I think we're finally, you know, which makes sense. We're going into year five and that's kind of the year we're really figuring out who we are, what our identity is. And I think we've got some, some fun changes. So I'm, my goal for 2024 is I have these moments, I'd say every three months or so, and then work gets in the way. So my goal is that I'm going to stick with it. And I have Liz to hold me accountable, and I'm going to come out of that meeting with a plan, and I'm going to go back and look at it every couple months and really stay focused because we always say it is impossible to work on your business when you are working in your business. And I am so often working in my business and I have an incredible staff that can work in my business. The Union Tavern is a beautifully restored building with a rich history and views of Lake Ontario. Featuring New England favorites and hearty comfort food, everyone will have a favorite dish. From large groups to intimate dinners, there's plenty of space to celebrate special occasions. Come visit us at 4565 Culver Road, right across from the Jackrabbit. Sorry, my entire family's blowing me up right now. Oh, boy. So I'm secretly messaging them, taping. (laughs) When I keep hanging up on you. Right. It means I'm busy. Sorry. No, those are great goals because I feel like I'm in a similar position where like, I get this clarity and I get passionate and excited and then life is just like, and then you're like, no, but I really want to get these things done. And then I stress because I'm not getting those things done because they're not technically a priority. They're not emergency. Right. And I think we need to make them a priority and an emergency. Like the health of our business should be the biggest priority and biggest emergency. And I, I overlook that sometimes. So I think that's something I'm really going to try and focus on. But like revisiting that stuff and who you are and your why. And and it's okay that if your to-do list today is only the emergencies. And that's all you have the capacity for is the Mm must-dos. Because everybody always says things like, oh, you could just not work today or just choose what you do. And that's not technically true. true. Right. So sometimes we talked about our to-do lists. In the last episode, um, sometimes in the morning you wake up and you're like, my capacity just isn't going to get these things done. Or for me, my crash usually hits about two o'clock in the afternoon. So I'm like, good, 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 good. And then I'm like, oh, and my brain just stops <laughs> and I feel all guilty and it has to be okay. Yeah. I really like that shift for me for, it used to be like, you know, when I was done with work for the day, coming up with a list of all the things that I needed to do the next day and putting stuff in my calendar. And I mean, if you're a small business owner, I know what your calendar looks like. And if you are have the fortune of working and owning with your spouse, I know what that calendar looks like. And it's just insane. So my calendar would be packed and I wouldn't, A, that's too overwhelming to look at. So I wouldn't get anything done. And like I said, I wake up, wow, I had a horrible night's sleep because my medicine didn't work. That stops me from, you know, having migraines and horrific headaches. And if I wake up and I'm a, I can't do it, I just feel like that much more of a failure. So starting that list in the morning has been really helpful for me. I love that. I was thinking about lists. And then I literally thought about 
the 87 partially finished lists that are in my work bag right now, which I wish I had with me so I could show you because I do that and then I don't get through them. But then I start a new list the next day, but I keep the old list. So on scrap paper, I have all of these lists with like one or two things left. Yeah. And my brain just froze because I went to say something about your list and then I just like envisioned the bottom of my work. They're the worst. I hate lists. I hate, why do we do this? But it's so good because then you can cross things off. I know. That that part feels really good. good. Mm -hmm. That's one of the reasons I love that you and I now have one or two days a week where we're just focused on bossy and we do other work too. But like, I'll just do something that wasn't on the list and I'll write it down and I'll cross it off and it feels so good. Yes. It's amazing. Because sometimes I also need to know what I've accomplished just because it makes me feel good. But also, right, I did that thing. I don't have to worry about that anymore. It's off my list. And sometimes you got to write down what you already did. Yep. Um, What are some trends that you think? So I've been looking at this because, you know, going into the spring season and doing stuff with the Restaurant Association and been on a couple calls about what's, you know, trending for the restaurant industry, hospitality industry. But I think there is still a huge push of really like that authenticity that people are like we've always said they are spending money with intention. They're being very specific about who they're spending money on. I am seeing more and more people getting blasted on Facebook and social media and for doing the wrong thing or not knowing they were doing the wrong thing. And people are holding people publicly accountable in a way I've never experienced in my life, which is great if you're on the right side of it. Um, Not great if you're not, but I I think the people aren't scared. Consumers are no longer scared about saying what they want to say. So I think people really need to be paying attention to that. And diversity and inclusion is going to be huge, especially if that's important to you. If it's not important to you and that's how you lead your business, you're going to have a certain clientele, which may be also profitable. But if that stuff is important to you, make it known. I think this is a time that where you're going to see small businesses really boasting about what they've accomplished. You know, we've made it through. If there is a business that has is still open, I think they're going to talk about why. If there are places that have closed, I think they're going to talk about why. Because we talk about that all the time. Just because something closes doesn't mean it didn't work. It's just sometimes it has has a shelf life, you know? So I think you're going to see a lot more honesty from, from small business owners. And I think you're going to see some pushback just as consumers are getting a little more brazen. I think you'll see it from, uh, from small business owners too. Um, embracing the world that we're moving into. AI is here. Pros and cons, but it is something that small businesses need to accept and and jump on. Well, and honestly, for those of us with limited brain capacities, for whatever the reasons are, it could just be a post-pandemic exhaustion. AI is amazing. You plug in what you want to say, and then it makes it sound legitimate (laughs) instead of like a stoner teenager. Um, I think that personal connection, I think people want to know who they're buying from. Um, They want to know you. They want to know your story. I think that sustainability is going to be huge this year. We have a lot of things happening in New York, you know, with natural gas and things that were are possibly going to be coming up and affecting small businesses. I think people want to see that. They are, are people want to see 
businesses focusing on sustainability and making smart choices. And it's not just small businesses. Not at all. I read somewhere that school buses have to be electric by a certain date. Mm-hmm. So it affects everybody. Right. I think those are huge things. I really just think it's that that human touch is going to be huge this year. Well, and I think business owners need it too. Mm-hmm. So I suggest that everybody listening set a goal for 2024 to find your people. And I think that that's something we're really good at. For us, it's bossy. Bossy is not for everyone. Not only is it just because it's for women, but we also have bossing, which is for men as well or anyone. It's for everybody. So joining groups, but not joining groups and thinking magic's going to happen on its own. It's like any relationship. Joining groups with the intent and making the intention to attend and meet people and see where those relationships go. And then if they don't work out for you, don't continue your membership. You know, so um, figuring out where the groups are that are going to be with your people. And your people are the people that make you feel empowered and make you feel better about what you're doing. If you don't feel better, you're in the wrong group. Yeah. If you're not getting support, then there's there's a motive with that group that's not. And honestly, even Facebook groups, like we have our Facebook group, but there's Facebook groups for everything. And it's a, it could be people out of state. It could be people locally, but just to have a place where you feel comfortable being you, whatever that thing is that you need support with, even if you're not a small business owner or I'm a small business owner, but I belong to Facebook groups for all the different things that are a part of my life, whether it's, you know, having a child with autism, um, transracial adoption, like marriage, like I'm in all of these different groups for different reasons. Right. You know, so finding your people. Yep. I think coming out of the past four years, it's time to start healing. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going to bring us back to normal. Right. And you can't really heal if you can't be your authentic self. So finding whatever that groups, is. Right. And trying it out and trying out different things and finding what's working for you. I think you're right. I think this is the year for healing. And you need to have support to heal. And go find a therapist. If you don't think it works, just give it a try. It's so important. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mine is out on maternity. And I'm like, wow, you really picked a bad time to have a baby. Are you like, are you busy? You're right. (laughs) Like, oh, I'm so happy for you. Just so you know, you don't have to read this now. Save this for later, but um, my world's falling apart. So three months ago from now, when you read this, yeah, right. <laughs> Just so you know, our first session back is going to be about seven hours. Hope that's okay. <laughs> you can bring your baby. Yeah, take baby breaks. When she first announced it, I was like, Psh, "I'll be so good by December. <laughs> nothing's, nothing's, uh, nothing's going to go wrong. I'll be fine." Yeah, no. I'm going to be healed. Yeah, so healed. I totally have dealt with my issues. It's like when uh, Aaron went to therapy like three times. Yeah. I was like, yeah, no, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm healed. Yep. Oh, George is saying hi. Got all my animals down hi, here George. today. Uh, my goals for 2024 are to find balance and in finding balance, being okay with letting go. Oh, that's a tough one. I know. I'm currently sitting here. I've had this lease for 10 years. Mm-hmm. 10 years ago, 
It was still post flood storage. And it was this winter, 10 years ago, that I came up with the idea for rice. And then we made it a Caribbean restaurant with local high school students. And then that failed. And I'm okay saying it failed. And then it became a party room for our bar next door that was double booking. And it was amazing. It was the most profitable year that bar had. And then the pandemic hit. And then we turned it into extra seating for Selening. For Selena's. Wow, I can't talk. And this week we're leaving. End of an era. And it's so crazy. Mm-hmm. So getting comfort with letting go. It's okay that I'm letting go of it because it's going to give me more balance. I can't move forward and find new things that bring me joy if I'm carrying my past around with me. The year of healing. The year of healing. And finally figuring out social media. I have, I have some tips for that. <laughs> but yeah, I think... I'm going to have a goddamn calendar. So I have one. I have a wonderful template. I was asked to be part of or one of our bossy members teaches a social media class at a local college. So some of her students, so their students, their project is to audit a business's social media account and come up with a plan. It's a whole like a whole semester thing. So when I went in, I was like, oh, <laughs> like watching them. I'm like, you even use the computer faster than I do. Like I feel so out of touch with some of the stuff. But one group had this incredible content calendar in made in Google, Google Sheets. I'm still trying to figure all that stuff out. And I was like, oh, this is legit. So I have that. We're going to use it, share it with you. Um, But really, understanding technology and social media is a huge thing. AI and social media. Yep. How to do it. How to share information. Because we have a lot of really cool things coming up for for us personally, for us business-wise, and for Bossy. We have so many really amazing things. You'll be able to learn with us in March. So let's not jump ahead. Yes. We're doing so many cool things just in the next couple months. We are speaking on leading with integrity at Leadership Rochester on January 5th. So excited. Connecting your mission and values with your actions, making sure everything's aligned, whether you're a business owner or not. Um, One of the things I always ask my staff, this is our mission, our values. How does that align with what you want from life? Because if it doesn't align, you probably shouldn't work here. But if it does align, you're going to be pretty damn happy. I'm excited for that. Me too. I'm excited to watch everybody else too. It's a really cool lineup. And then in March, March. (laughs) our Focus and Fortify retreat, seminar, conference. Summit. Summit. Thank you. So that's happening in March. We have an amazing lineup, two full days of speakers, and then two full days to co-work and actually implement all the things that we just learned. So we'll have a full day on Monday with these incredible speakers. And then Tuesday, we'll actually be able to have time to go right into into work mode and get that stuff done, which I think is going to let people just be more relaxed and receptive on Monday, knowing that they have that Second day to like not have to write every single note. You'll be with people who maybe sat through the same thing with you and, and we'll be there and we can help out with that stuff too. So yeah, I believe we are at 23 different people helping 
small business owners. I'm so excited. I know. I need it. And that's going to be in a rendezvous at I-Square, which is off of Titus. And then this spring, we're going to be keynote speakers. I know. I am so excited. I, I... I love going to conferences and and watching keynote speakers, and I've always been like, wow, do you get to be one of those people? And now you and I are going to be – so like when we were in Colorado, I remember one of the companies that I met with, that was their job. They'll work with you for an entire year to like develop these skills, to be able to be speakers at events and working up to this keynote. And I'm like, we did it on our own. We figured it out with our big mouths. How <laughs> to just keep talking until people decided to invest in us, which is which is great because we have so much to share. We do. And we're gonna be two episodes a month. Yep. In twenty twenty four. We're um interviewing men as well. Mm-hmm. So we are uh gender inclusive across the board. Anybody that has a story that sh- to share. Yeah, and I think that really the only thing they have to absolutely be is supportive of other businesses. And that's because that is the true meaning of bossy, is that you are somebody who's willing to support and lift up other small businesses. And we had men reach out. They were like, I want a bossy. And it was and we we're like, we we just can't because what we've created is, is incredibly important for women, which is why we started bossing this year to have some place for us to be able to all get together because I think it's so beautiful what we've built and so important and to be able to continue to share that with anybody who's interested is so great. I love it. So you could find Bossing currently on Facebook, B-O-S-S-I-N-G, and then Bossy still at bossyrock.com and our podcast wherever you're listening to. Yes, we will have a new website in 2024. So you can find all of this information. So excited. Ah, And you can hire us. Yeah, we are hireable. So reach out, bossyrock at gmail.com. So that's B-O-S-S-Y-R-O-C. Because we're in Rochester. And if you're not in Rochester, you don't know that everything's R-O-C. And follow us on social media. We've been doing some more just little clips where we actually just talk about what it's really like. A lot of stuff we have to do is curated and specific, but the little clips we get to do, the little insight into our life together (laughs) and the ridiculous things that pop into our heads sometimes. My My favorite work wife. I am my favorite work wife too. And no matter how you keep in touch with us and follow us and stay along with our story, you know we're going to keep it real. That's right. Always. I don't think we would know how to not do that. No, at this point, you couldn't shut me up. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, happy 2024, bossies. Yeah. We can't wait to spend the year with you. It's going to be wonderful. Be bold. Be brave. And be the boss. Live it, love it, lime it with Selena's Mexican Restaurant at the Village Gate. Come for the food, stay for the fun. Become a part of Selena's family. Selena's offers daily specials, happy hour at the bar, and catering, plus dietary menus for celiac, vegan, and vegetarian guests. Find out more at selenas.com, S-A-L-E-N-A-S.com. The Union Tavern is a beautifully restored building with a rich history and views of Lake Ontario. 
Featuring New England favorites and hearty comfort food, everyone will have a favorite dish. From large groups to intimate dinners, there's plenty of space to celebrate special occasions. Come visit us at 4565 Culver Road, right across from the Jackrabbit. 